Hi, I'm PJ. Welcome to House Daily. It's great to be with you again. Hope you are doing uh, well um, and hope you are uh, managing to um, keep yourself um, encouraged in this time and looking forward to things. I was thinking about this um, earlier today. Um, actually, I think it's really important to keep looking forward to things and it's sometimes it's a really hard thing to do we don't know if we can put those markers down um, of being able to hope and do things whether that's birthdays family celebrations holidays we don't know if we can look forward to those sort of things in the same way but um sometimes i think it's really healthy and, and helpful to at least try try and have those expectations the hopes that maybe we'll be able to do those things and maybe in a bit of realism and if we need to grieve and mourn that we can't do that stuff okay but actually we can't not live in these moments of hope and, and looking forward to things actually it's it's part of what we we need to be doing in these times is hopefully looking forward to those moments of of back to normality because it will come at some point we will get back to whatever normal is in the new way we will be outside of our homes we will be able to meet people again it may take uh, more time or less time than we think but it will happen at some point and so we need to be looking forward to those those times and um it's, it's really great to be able to gather together every day to look at scripture together and it's our last day looking at the book of ruth i've loved going through the book of ruth um it's one of my favorite books in scripture um and uh, it's been great to journey and think about that amazing story of redemption um with this family is really ordinary family and we're coming to the end um, of the story. We've just had Boaz interacting with the other kingsman Dima and uh, in essence taking, taking the opportunity to redeem Naomi and Ruth and their land and um, it's exciting and it's happened and we get to see now the, the culmination, the final closing scenes of the, the film, if you want to think of it like that, of the celebration after that climactic end. And so if you've got your Bible, turn to Ruth chapter 4, and we're starting at verse 13. So Baraz took Ruth and she became his wife. When they made love, When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive and she gave birth to a son. The woman said to Naomi, praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a, God, a kingdom redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age for your daughter-in-law who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons has given him birth. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The woman lived there, said, Naomi has a son and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse and the father of David. This then is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron the father of Ram. Ram the father of Abimabed. Abimabed the father of Nashon. Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon the father of Boaz. Boaz the father of Obed. Obed the father of Jesse. And Jesse the father of David. Um, we have some lovely names there, lovely Old Testament names, but it's a, it's a great culmination and end to the story we have in the book of Ruth. Um, this scene of, of them finally being man and wife, of having this son, and it seems like the, the most brilliant, fantastic end to the story, and it is, it is indeed. And then we have that lovely uh, genealogy, and if you're like me, genealogy probably means you read it if you read it at all normally you skip over that and go great lots of names never mind let's move on um but actually i think it's a really powerful end to this story we have the what seems like um 
the closing chapter of the birth of a son. The story has been closed. There's been redemption of both the family and on the land. We have this son who continues the family line. It's fantastic. But actually what, what the genealogy shows and really points to powerfully is actually this is not the end. This is not the end of the story of this family because Obed ends up being a great grandfather of David. David, who we know in scripture is this amazing king, a prophetic image of the kingliness of Christ, um, is seen in the Old Testament as the greatest king. Um, and so it, it leads into that. In this story of a really ordinary family where God brings this amazing redemption, actually it's a, a seed, a, a dot in the line leading up in God's big story. And we know the story continues on from David and David is an heir of Jesus. And this story is in the line of that. Um, and for us today to remember that big picture of God, I think is so important. What may seem like the end, the full stop in a story is actually the next dot, the next seed in the long, big story of God. Um, God had always got this amazing plan for his people. In the time that this is written, the judges where it's all going wrong, it's this amazing story of redemption. But the plan was always and is always Jesus. And God uses this really ordinary family with a foreigner married into it, having rejected God and his people, gone away from his land. And God brings them in and not only just forgives them and redeems them, but makes them a key crucial part of his story, the heir of Jesus. And it's so powerful that God's plan, God's way God works. We like to think of God in the big picture, but God works in the amazing tiny detail to show these amazing seeds of hope in really tough times. Um, and the amazing thing is it, it leads to Jesus, but we can have the, the hope and trust that God is continually working in that way today. God is doing amazing things to us and what may seem like a weird part of our story or maybe the beginning or an end of a story is actually one of many, many dots in the incredible story of God and how he is continuing to bring his redemptive power here on earth today. Um, and it's an amazing way to just view how God works in our lives and have comfort in that. Comfort in that God loves us, God cares for us, and he is in control. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. And we just pray that we would have his perspective on these things, that he would be able to guide us and lead us in the way he guided and leaded Ruth, Naomi, Boaz, how he managed to work his way into their story, to do amazing things, to be such an amazing witness to those around, that they're praising God because of it. May he be doing also likewise in our lives, in all that we're doing and all that we're saying. Let me pray. Dear God, thank you for the way you intertwine these ordinary people and ordinary stories into this amazing, big story. God, thank you for this amazing witness of these people, of people who are committed to you, who show amazing generosity and passion and blessing to one another amazing testimony and witness and prophetic image it is of your son. God, help us to see you as the amazing author of creation, involved, intertwining, working things into your story. God, may we help and trust you in our story now in our lives. Amen.
thanks for joining. Um, we're going to be starting next week looking at the book of Hebrews. We're going to be going through Hebrews together, which is another amazing book in the New Testament. And so um, if you're able to have a read through some of it or all of it, uh, that's great. But join us together again as we go start to go through Hebrews together. Have a great day. Be safe. Be church. Keep washing your hands. Bye.